Welcome to Josie's Bar Podcast. We're a bar in Hell's Kitchen, and even though we've been closed for six months, we're open again! <laughs> Yay! I would say we were closed for refurbishment, but it still looks like the same shit hole. Hey, so. I painted the walls a slightly nicer shade of brown. True. Yeah. True. Yeah, it's more 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 cat vomit rather than dog vomit, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vix and I are back. Hey, guys. Hey. Our listeners have been so patient, bless them. But I know. This is what a podcast does to keep people on their like listeners on their toes, is you record the first part of a two parter, then you take six <laughs> months off and then you record the second part. Well, like oh. all five of our listeners. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. You know who Sorry you are. guys. Love you guys. <laughs> but they've been so patient. We've there's just been a lot going on. Yeah. Non podcast like... stuff. And like Joseph, life just kind of takes yeah, over a little bit sometimes. Bar so. was closed for all the health and safety laws that the bar breaks. Because we violated them. <laughs> we we <laughs> violated them so hard. We kept lobbing comics out the window. <laughs> to the alley. Yeah. <laughs> they had to get hoarders around to clear them out. God. Oh. <laughs> they didn't touch the vault though, so we're okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The vault, the vault will never be touched. Anyway, Vix, I've got a very exciting piece of news that I don't know oh. if you know about. Um, but Shadow and Bone Series 2 is on Netflix right now. I think no. it is, isn't it? It is, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <gasps> Yellow Jacket Season 2 coming out in a few days. Whoop, whoop. This is, we very much like dated uh, <laughs> when this episode yeah. was recorded now. <laughs> uh, no, it's um, it, it's news that has been proved, has been, has, uh, has proved to be controversial. Um, it is that in Daredevil Born Again, the TV show that is now filming, they are recasting the actress who played Vanessa Fisk, <gasps> which is really sad because I really like the Vanessa Fisk in the Netflix one. However, they haven't said the reason. A lot of, you know, a lot of people are upset. I'm going to take it that maybe she doesn't want the role anymore. Like I've said before, you can't expect all the original cast to come back. Maybe she's doing something else. Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe she's not very well. Maybe she's not very well. Know. I don't know. Maybe she feels like she's done everything with that character and they're doing like a soft reboot of the character and she doesn't want to do the same thing. Who knows? Whatever. I wish her well. I wish the new actress well. We'll see. Yeah. So there you go. Um, but now we are going to cover part two. <laughs> Of the <laughs> the El Condor epic. That's right, Vix. It's Daredevil 1976. Oh, before I was distracted because I was drinking my refreshing beverage. Um, and I forgot to ask you, Vix, what are you drinking? We are a bar after all. I am uh, drinking a what am I drinking? Um, you didn't get it from the taps, did you? No, it's a vanilla redbush. Ooh, sounds I can't, nice. I don't, I can't pronounce ruby. Oh, a ruby, 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 ruby. Yeah, one yeah. of those. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know what you mean, but I can't pronounce it either. Well, have a guess at what I'm drinking. Um, is it Cherry Pepsi Max? Maximum Taste No Sugar? No, it's not. <gasps> In a shocking twist of events, as I said. <sighs> Uh, Pepsi Cherry, um, uh, Maximum Taste No Sugar, um, is the best of the beverages. 
However, it's not the only tasty beverage on the market. So I am drinking cherry Coca-Cola, zero sugar. Oh, my God. (laughs) Much better tagline on this bottle. Are you ready? Okay. Iconic heroes, epic prizes. Oh, is this the the the, the Marvel yeah. um, cans? Oh yeah. man, it's a it's it's got a little Disney Plus ad and it says the streaming home of Marvel. So I thought, you know, that's apt. I'm I'm not I you know I'm a Coca Cola or a Pepsi girl. I don't mind as long as it's got a bit of cherry and it's no sugar. I'm happy. So that's what I'm drinking. I need to go out and find some of those cans. So I think isn't it to the, the, to do with like the Avengers campus at um, Euro Disney or something? I have no idea. It doesn't say on my bottle. It just says, oh, you have to download the app and do something. I don't know. I'm 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 pretty sure there's like some of the big prizes. It's a two-night are... Disneyland Paris trip for four. Yeah, and it's because um, the Avengers campus has just opened up there. Yeah. Yeah. So. so maybe I'll enter and we can go. It's for four, and then uh, we we can pick our two favourite listeners to come with us if we win. <laughs> <laughs> We're not paying for your flights to get to Europe, though. You have to pay no. for that. <laughs> we are but peasants. Yes, we are. Uh, so this issue, Vix, mm-hmm. Daredevil number 76, mm-hmm. it was published in May 1971. Mm-hmm. It was written by Jerry Conway. Penciler was Gene Colan. It was called The Death March of El Condor. <laughs> and the e description is as follows. Fly high, DD, or die. The cataclysmic climax of Hornhead's epic clash with the mysterious El Condor, jam-packed with enough action to keep you glued to the edge of your seat. And this issue was... Mm-hmm. Um, this sojourn south of the equator is brought to you by Stanley, editor, Jerry Conway, writer, Gene Colan, artist, with, it says catering by Tom Palmer. Yeah. Inca Artie Simek. So, yeah. I don't know why it says catering, but who knows. Uh, Are you ready to jump in, Vix? I have the the actual physical issue in front of me in my hands. It's got a very nice tobacco-y smell. Um, I think that nice. means I bought it in Books, Bits and Bobs in Kingston, where everything had a thin film of tobacco all over lovely. it. Lovely. Yeah, mm, lovely smell. Uh, what do you think of this cover? Um, there's a lot going on, isn't there? Yeah, we get a good look at El Condor's costume, and I'm not a fan. It's a bit like he put the throw on the back of his mum's sofa over his head into some sort of... Like with a little poncho. crown, a little Mardi Gras crown. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. strange. And it's like the jeans don't match. Um, yeah, it's a bit. I'm he, not impressed. However, he does have spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle, as the song says. Or in in the words of um, Expendables Three, mm. jingle, jingle, <laughs> jingle. <laughs> I do, I do quite like this cover though. I like the pose for for Daredevil. I like this little bird who's like, meh. But like the creepy guy. On, on the right, like, slithering up the branch of this tree with his pew-pew. Oh, yeah, his little space laser. Pew-pew! <laughs> I don't... Yeah, I'm not really sure about the branch of this tree. If it's a tree that's fallen over and we're looking at the trunk or we're looking at a branch. I'm not sure. I think it's supposed to be a branch, but it's... Okay. Yeah, it, like, it makes Matt look like a giant. I mean, he is a giant among men, 
it's just saying. But compared to, I don't know if it's supposed to be like a perspective thing or... But oh, he also, looks... for any of our listeners that don't follow me on Facebook, the other day I was on the Central Line in uh, London Underground and there was an ad and it said, what's red, iconic and smells great? And my answer in my head immediately was dead Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got a great sense of smell. <laughs> but it wasn't. It was for Old Spice. Boo. Oh, yeah, the the, um, the classic Old Spice adverts are back with the dude going, I want a horse. <laughs> but <laughs> hey. but it's not it's not like that advert. They've done like it's the same guy, mm. but they've done like a similar advert. Oh, isn't it yeah. the guy who was in the It movie, It Chapter Two, as Mike Hanlon? Oh, I don't know. Isn't he like the Old Spice man? I don't know. It's a mystery. We'll have to figure out. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. How much do you remember from part one? Absolutely fuck all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Looking at my notes, um, I remember Fog- I, re- I remember Foggy getting. Is it this issue or the last issue that Foggy got knocked out? Foggy got punched Foggy's lights out. Foggy got his neck broken. Um, he got let. You wouldn't know it from this issue because they don't mention it. Um, but Foggy got led into a tunnel by Matt, who then, like, Vulcan death-gripped his neck, except it was more with, like, a punch, to the back of Foggy's vertebrae. So That's Foggy, it. you can't tell, Foggy's now paraplegic because, like, yeah, like, you know. They don't mention it, though. Like, in this issue, Foggy's never like, yeah, someone knocked me out. That was weird. Or yeah. he's like, you know, when Daredevil's feeling sorry for himself, he's not like, oh, and I knocked my friend out oh, oh, oh. i broke i broke i cracked my best friend's neck yeah i turned because my best i panicked spine into talcum powder <laughs> because so. i panicked <laughs> rather than tell him what was going on i thought i'd um i thought i'd cripple him permanently yeah, absolutely <laughs> usual usual matt murdoch tactic in mm-hmm. this time so matt is hiding up a tree um, and yeah, he's watching what's going on. He's seeing Keith Bayard, who I believe is the guy that you suspected of being El Condor in the last issue, I think, um, yeah. because he very suspiciously has a beard but no moustache. I think that I th- I've got a feeling that's why. And he's got like him. the white temples as well. Yeah, the white temples of evil. Absolutely. Um, we get a little flashback as to what's been going on. Um, we're in, um, you know, we're in the South American country and there's uh, Delvadia and there's a group who are led by El Condor and they're trying to take over and they're inspired by the ghost of El Condor, who was like a folk hero, I guess. And there's a big statue of him on a on a hill. Is that, is that it? Yeah? yeah. <laughs> That's kind of it. That's um, about right. So... Matt is, first of all, Matt rescues a guy called Chino, who he finds in the swamps of sadness, it looks like, because his mud <laughs> is, like, really deep. I was like, no, you're going to sink into the swamps of sadness. Um, And basically, I mean, it's going to be a very quick issue because there's not that much that goes on. Yeah, it just is fair. basically like, most of this issue is like, hey, remember last issue when this happened? Like, it's remember a lot of flashbacks. It's almost like they had a six month break as well. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> They're like, you, Matt Murdock, and Foggy Nelson fighting DA were on a fact finding tour for a friend of Foggy's on a Senate subcommittee. And, you know, oh, the yeah. purpose was to yeah. investigate the kidnapping of American diplomats. And it was and it was such a kidnapping that you were foiled. Or that you foiled. 
So that's basically what's been happening. Yeah. Um, Villiers was kidnapped, who was the ambassador, and he was a friend of Bayard. So Bayard's now like, oh, I'm going to go take them all down. And he kind of goes to, you know, get rid of these guys. Um, Villiers was put in a ambulance and it turned out it was a fakey fake ambulance. And really, they took him up to El Condor. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I do not. Okay, <laughs> that's kind of what happened. So now they're in this little hideout in the mountains. And I think Matt is heading up there to go and rescue them. And we see El Condor. He's got a very bushy blue beard and bushy blue hair. He does. Oh, on page six, yeah. He's... They kidnap Keith. He's tied up and they've put him in a little a little cave. Yeah, El so, Condor looks like if the beast from X-Men put a bird mask on. Yeah, he does. Yeah. With all his like blue fuzz coming out the sides. Hank McCoy's finally snapped. He's had enough. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm going to be El Condor. He's got like a little um, lasso, but it kind of looks like a little rope. It does. It's like, and you don't trail it along the floor like that, bruv. No. Take care of your lasso, dude. Uh, they're talking to Keith Bayard, and they he thinks that they're just these little ragtag team of, you know, of guys. Like, um, yeah. And Keith is like, you, you've got like what a hundred men. You'll be crushed. Like the army will come along, they'll crush you. And Elconda's like, aha. Do you think I am a fool? Look, now tell me my plan is doomed to fail. And Bayard says, my God, no. And it's because <laughs> El Condor has 30 helicopters. That seems a little bit excessive, doesn't mm. it? He's got um, uh, he's got uh, 30 helicopters full of weapons and uh, they contain the army of El Condor and he managed to get them from powerful foreign friends. What, the helicopters or the army of El Condor? (laughs) I I don't know, all of it, I guess. (laughs) Meanwhile, Daredevil um, and Chino are hiding under an ox cart. As you do. Very comfy. And um, in the rain. Um, And Daredevil's like, I'm not worried about Bayard, he can take care of himself, but I want to get back there quickly because something's going on in the mountains, something that smells awfully sour. Okay? Pooey. Then the guys in the mountains who work for El Condor spot Daredevil and Chino. And then we get this strange panel where there's like Matt's face up close and there's like little purple men fighting on his face. I'm like, I was a bit confused. Is this is this supposed to be like his imagination? I think it's meant to be his radar sense because oh, okay. the, the, the mysterious narrator, <laughs> Jerry Conway, <laughs> says, you see them, don't you, Daredevil? In the dusk red mind colours of your radar sense. We've never heard it be called dusk red mind colours. Which, considering that, like, on the um, on the app, anyway, um, yeah. they're purple. Yeah, well, I would say, I'd, I would actually say, working in an art shop, they're more like Pantone's uh, colour of 2023, which is Viva Magenta. <laughs> Viva Magenta! <laughs> Viva Magenta! <laughs> My favourite Pantone colour of the year for many, many years. Okay. Uh, it's a cool colour. It's like this exact It's because colour. of this issue exactly, isn't it? That's yeah. why it's your favourite. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> because I just like these little Viva Magenta men fighting on Daredevil's face. It's, it's great. It's, it's like he's got little living, um, like, I don't know, birthmarks or something. That are having a little fight. 
birthmarks that are actually on his skin and his cowl strangely uh, his cowl is his skin that's his okay that's his 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 real his second skin he just like peels off whenever he feels like yeah like Blech. in the cats movie where she unzips her skin and steps out of it oh, oh god <laughs> don't i'm having flashbacks now at some point of in this issue matt mentions that he lost his sight 15 years ago okay okay so i cannot remember in issue one if he was i think he was nine or if he was 12 or if he was older i can't remember because there's so many different versions but usually he wasn't a teenager no usually i think of it as him being like nine or 12 so that means at his youngest matt is 24 Hmm. which if he's the same age as Foggy I was like well done Foggy being DA at 24 yeah, that's, yeah. at his oldest ish he'd be 20 what 7 yeah, which I feel like 20s. feels more like the character I don't know 24 feels <laughs> a bit too young but that does, that does feel way too but young but listeners you know who you are Daniel, Emma, Elizabeth, everyone else who we love Connor then like write to us let us know what you think if he, if he is, you know, mid to late 20s, Sis needs to get a decent skincare routine going because he looks about 50. <laughs> he <does>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's got a hard life. Come on. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> like, poor guy. Um, he fights these uh, little goons of uh, El Condors. He, he uh, breaks one of them's teeth out of his face. Um, and uh, and as he's beating up all these guys, he's having a little inner monologue, Vix. <laughs> Do you remember this? I think in my notes I've got, why are you thinking about Karen, you loser? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he says, because like, he's like, he's making all these jokes, and then he says, he says to himself, the quips come fastest when you're crying inside, don't they, Dee Dee? <laughs> What really disturbs me about this whole, like, in in the issues since Karen really did put her foot down and say no, he only seems to think about her when he's fighting. Oh, he's a fighter, like, Which is kind of like, it's a bit of a, unless it's supposed to be like a metaphor of their relationship or something. Maybe. I don't know, but it seems a little bit disturbing. All they did was fight. Like, that's literally yeah. what they did. And there's this, so on page 11 in the mm. top right hand panel. Yeah, where he's he's fighting Stickman. <laughs> That's what it looks like. like. What is that? That's like, it looks like Stickman from the children's book. Like, I don't, I you can kind of see it a little bit in the panel before that. Like yeah, the guy's if, holding this, this weird stick. Is he holding it? Or or is he, and then Daredevil it, kicks a log at his face and then the guy <laughs> lets go of Stickman. But it... It's the way it is. It's like a straight branch with two little branches off the top and off the bottom, like legs and arms. So I was like, hey, it's In both panels, it looks like the stick man's trying to run away. Yeah. And, and like, the goon is just like, no, I'm going to use you. Yeah. <laughs> and he's Poor like, no. I've like, nothing to do with this. <laughs> I was just I'm just trying to get home to my stick family, like in the <laughs> plot of the hit book, Stick Man by Julia Donaldson. It just, it does, it looks like they've just, like, this poor, like, stick man guy is just in the wrong place at the wrong time. He's the true hero of this issue, stick man. He is the true hero of this issue. Yeah. 
Uh, Matt thinks to himself, wasn't it Karen who killed your romance? Didn't she reject you, Matthew? Yeah, because you're an idiot and she deserves better. <laughs> oh, when I read that, I was like, oh, Vix is going to have so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Protect Karen Page at all costs. Now, Vix, mm-hmm. off topic, when you're going to a, a, a bougie event, as you mm-hmm. do. Uh, apparently. And okay. you need a fancy dress to wear, <laughs> as you do. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> Um, sometimes you're like, oh, I haven't got a dress I can wear, but don't worry, because in 19, um, whenever this issue was, 71, you could buy 20 dresses ready to wear for 18 cents each. <gasps> that sounds like a bargain. Seriously. <laughs> Has it got pictures of them? No. Oh. <laughs> they used dresses in very good condition. This is like the, 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 like the original vintage. Yeah, I was going to say this is like early 70s vintage. Yeah, it's great. I love it, but eighteen cents each. I was like, wow. What's that in today's money? I, don't, I say I say that, but it's like I I would have no idea what old US money was. So also, if you were if you're wearing your fancy dress and then you were like, you know what, I'm gonna I, I I'm so fancy, I'm gonna start my own business. Well, there's a little voucher in here, oh, which yeah. is shop by mail free. Everything you need to start your own shoe and clothing business. Oh. Yeah, you can uh, get a Stuart Maguire catalogue featuring over 880 shoe styles, plus a whole new line of men's and women's clothing. I want to start making more money. Show me how. Sounds like a pyramid scheme to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, um, what do you do for a living uh, currently, Vix, apart from working in Josie's Bar? Um, I work in finance. Yes, yes, you do. Mm, But did you know that you can train at home for a big income career in accounting? Can I? Yes. Can you? Can I? You get an electric adding machine given to you. A calculator? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's an electric adding machine. A calculator? Yes. (laughs) Uh, I know I know exactly what kind of adding machine you're talking about. Mm. Anyway, we uh, that was just a little, little <laughs> journey because we reached ad pages and I love the ads there. The ads, they are great. We get lots of amazing descriptions of Daredevil fighting in this issue. So one guy says that he spins in the sun like a scarlet windmill. Oh, I love that say. description. It's so good. Um, my favourite panel of the whole issue mm. is on page 12 and it's the panel on the far right. <laughs> what is that pose? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure, actually. It looks like he's riding an invisible tricycle. <laughs> or a penny amazing. farthing. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> he could be riding a little penny farthing. <laughs> But first, you'll have to find him. <laughs> he looks like he's doing um, like like uh, acrobatics, which I like. But it is a very strange pose. It is a very strange pose. And I like the guy's like, what? Because <laughs> he's like, why's that guy an invisible penny farthing? <laughs> so Matt has reached the cave, <coughs> and he's feeling sorry for himself that he always. Must you always take the blame, Matthew? 
Oh, no, he yes. does actually say you're even sorry that you had to knock out Foggy. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. should be. <laughs> it's taking you like an issue and a half. Yeah. To admit that, but oh, okay. Yeah, but he's, yeah, he is feeling, so at least he feels bad about it. That's good. You know. Good. Um, so, meanwhile, what is Foggy Nelson doing? He awakes in the alley where <laughs> Matt left him. And then uh, believes that someone must have slugged him. He's probably like, where's my friend? You know, Matt, where is he? Yeah. And this little kid, this little, uh, <laughs> this little kid is like, hey, uh, uh, if you give me some money, I'll take you to the embassy. <laughs> I was like, good for you, kid, getting money out of him. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, a little businessman. And then Foggy is talking at the embassy to Chino's mum and is worried about oh no her husband sorry is worried about where um uh where chino is she's worried um she says that he went with bayard to find el condor's camp um he hasn't come back he hasn't come back um foggy is very direct he's like uh, he's like i want to get in touch with the militia like this and pointing at the guy and i was like "Mm, go for okay He's awesome. I think he's got a concussion. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Bayard, meanwhile, is in the cave. He's he's tied up. And then in walks Daredevil. And he's <laughs> been kidnapped as well. Because <laughs> they've caught him. They tie him up to a rock and leave him there with Bayard. And also uh, El Condor's little, little familiar, which is like a little eagle... Hawk, I'm gonna think. I'm gonna assume that it's a condor, but I guess it's even condor, though condors but it looks like are ma- a, yeah, it's not. But condors are massive. Yeah, so it looks like a little hawk. It's like a little red. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little yeah, like a falcon or something. There's even like a little um, image of a falcon or an eagle on the uh, helicopters. But I yeah. think it is meant to be a condor. But yeah, it doesn't look big enough to be a condor. It'd be pretty lame if some dude called El Condor didn't have, like, a pet condor. He had, like, a peacock. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be awesome. To be fair. <laughs> oh, I'd love to be a villain called the peacock when I'm just, like, dressed fabulously every time. And that's 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 what makes you a villain. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So they leave Daredevil there and they're like, ha-ha, in an hour... The capital will be ours. And then they all jump in their helicopters and go to, you know, take out the capital. Daredevil's muscles are so strong that he manages to pop the ropes. Of course. With them muscles. <laughs> flexing them games. Flex, flexing them, them, them guns. Mm-hmm. And then he runs and he leaps and holds onto the bottom of the helicopter that El Condor is in and won't let him leave and manages to pull the helicopter down and El Condor's very upset he says you are a dead man my destiny is victory and then he yells at his little his little bird to kill Daredevil and this little bird's like squeak squeak because it's so tiny (laughs) like a little little fish (laughs) poor little thing I know poor little guy um also Vix did you know Hmm. That if you wanted to be taller, have you ever wanted to be taller? You're pretty tall already. I'm pretty tall already, yeah. Yeah. So. If you did want to, you could grow two to six inches taller in one month. <gasps> How, Claire? Tell me. Well, by spending ten cents. 
Fantastic it's... new breakthrough method of increasing height quickly, safely and naturally. No exhausting exercise, appliances, drugs or elevators, plus results guaranteed. Airmailed, proof, 10 cents. Height Increase Bureau in Brampton, Canada. Sounds 100% legit. The Height Increase Bureau. And also, okay. it's a P.O. Box number. <laughs> so I'm not. In, I'm still trying to figure out. Like, if it's not drugs and it's not so, come exercise, it's not some sort of equipment. Then what is it? <laughs> what is it? Stretch you. But they that put you on in, the rack. Well, that would involve some sort of equipment. Mm, I don't know. Mm, I have no sounds idea. sounds completely legit. Mm, completely nice. legit. I, I would quite like to find out about the height increase, what were they called? The height increase, increase bureau, bureau in Brampton, Canada. I wonder if they're still there. I wonder if that P.O. box is still open. Mm. Oh. Mm. We shall see. So now El Condor and Dead were fighting on top of a flying helicopter and that manages to sort of crash into a tree and they sort of fall out onto the mountain below the statue of El Condor. Meanwhile, Foggy and um, Chino's wife is are in a jeep and they're kind of heading. They've got the army behind them. They're heading to to where it's happening. Um, they're fighting and Matt realises that the statue, they're fighting under the statue. And he says to El Condor, it's supposed to be a symbol, man. And then El Condor says, yeah, that's why I chose to become that symbol. Um, because the peasants here are foolish and superstitious and they think that I'm the ghost of El Condor. But the glory is mine, mine. And then we get a big lightning um, strike, which strikes the statue. And Matt realizes it's going to uh, hit El Condor, who believes that it's it's the real El Condor attacking him. Tries to move him out of the way, but he gets squished. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, Matt's like, no. no. That's not how I wanted it to end. And then Matt sits and wonders to himself, was it the ghost or was it merely mortal man's weakness that destroyed the self-styled El Condor? Well, I think we both know the answer to that one, Matt. (laughs) It was the ghost of El Condor. (laughs) It's not rocket science. (laughs) So Matt quickly changes back into his Matt Murdock clothes uh, makes a fumbling excuse to an unlistening Foggy Nelson. Because <laughs> Foggy's absolutely fuming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, I was punched out by someone and you left me in a tunnel. <laughs> in in a foreign country. Yeah, what the like, hell? <laughs> bro, yeah. why am I even like... friends with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and... Uh... Yeah, Matt. Matt's outfit. He's wearing like Matthew. You're wearing a purple suit, like you're the Joker. Yeah. A blue shirt and a like orange leopard print, like little neckerchief and a pocket kerchief. It's a very strange combination. Yeah, of... it's very seventies. Yeah. But I yeah. I don't, I don't like it. It's not not the strongest look that young Matthews. It's no. I'm a sucker for him in his black suit, so I like. He does look good in. I the black like the suits. simplicity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we get a little note about the next issue, which is thinking about Karen Page, Matt. Don't worry, Karen returns next issue. 
There you go, Vix. Oh, Together with a special guest star who goes by the name of Spider-Man. <laughs> Yay, Spidey! <laughs> yeah, so that'll be exciting. Which will just basically be Spidey uh, saying, hey, remember when I found out that you were Daredevil, like, <laughs> I in issue five? <laughs> I still haven't told anyone. Yeah. Um, and I'm just here to make... Uh, hilarious quips in between you and Karen being ridiculous. There's also another special guest the next issue. I'm not going to tell you who it is yet, so don't look. Oh no! Yeah, very exciting. Um, but Vic, that was that issue. So now we have to decide because we do love fashion in this issue. We have to decide which fashion we are going to toot and which we are going to boot. To be fair, there really wasn't a lot to be tooting about. No. In this issue. I, I'm gonna no, be I'm gonna be honest. I really don't like El Condor's outfit. No, it was hideous. Yeah. But I think I booted that last issue. Yeah. Um but and I, I do like I will say at the end. Yes, go on, go on. I will say I do enjoy Foggy in green plaid. Oh, Foggy always looks amazing in green. Yeah. Always. But especially in his little relaxed, um, his little, little suit. his his dilf outfit. His dilf outfit. He's got his collar unbuttoned. It's downtime, Foggy, and I'm I'm here for that. I do like um, Chino's wife. Uh, her her outfit. It's like her dress this little is really dress cute. with like a little matching. Like little, um, what are they called? Like a little mini cardigan over the top with a string yeah. of pearls. Yeah, she's very well turned out. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna toot her, and I'm gonna boot El Condor's outfit because I, I don't like it. What about you? I booted. I'm just looking at my notes from the last episode. Um, I booted El Condor last time, so I am gonna boot Matt's finishing outfit <laughs> because it's pretty bad. It's a bit too close to Mike Murdoch for my liking. Oh, Emma, sorry, are Emma. You listening? <laughs> wow. So yeah, it's it's like he just. I was going to say awful. He got dressed with the lights off, but he's fucking blind. So. <laughs> uh, but, it's, yeah. No, I just think it's the seventies and. Yeah. It's only just the 70s, though. He's embracing it. Yeah. He's embracing terrible fashion. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I, right, Vix, in, mm. in that case, what is your panel of the week? Is it the one you mentioned earlier? It is, because it just, I I love the idea of, um, it's kind of like, you know, when um, Wonder Woman gets in her invisible jet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what Matt looks like in that that's not an invisible penny farthing <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice he really does <laughs> it's a very strange pose my favourite panel is going to be it's on page 10 mm-hmm. it's the really big panel at the top it's almost mm-hmm. a splash page and it's Matt like doing a little flip like a, uh, I love a, oh. a little flippy guy flipping yeah, over this guy who says he moves like a desert storm <laughs> but i just like i don't know it's just fun he's like doing a little bit he's That's got his it. hand out as though he's gonna smack this guy's like butt like naughty i just like it 
there was quite a lot of booty shots in this issue. Yeah, there was. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I also like the stick man panel <laughs> with stick man running away. <laughs> the crazy likes, yeah, stick man running away, going. <laughs> but I feel like that that panel was like classic dead. It was just like doing a little flip over this guy. There was, was to like, be fair, what? like that that fight sequence. There was quite a lot of up until the uh, invisible unicycle. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, it was really pen- well drawn. Yeah. It was actually yeah, right. there's some good flippy flips going yeah. on. Lots of good flippy flips, and I kind of like the cover. I just don't like El Condor's outfit, but I like the 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 pose. You know, I like the yeah yeah. Daredevil's pose is good, but ever it's weird. It's like um, it, it's like they had the pose for Daredevil for the cover. Yeah. And then the rest of the cover is like an afterthought because like the perspective just doesn't work for me at all. I, d- yeah. I don't understand what. Yeah, it's it's yeah. weird. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, you know, yeah. Um, now Vix, mm-hmm. we have to vote what to do with this issue. Now there are three options. Would you like to describe to me these options three? Describe to me these options three. Um, <clears throat> so, first option is we love it so much that it should be uh, immortalised forever and ever and ever um, and goes into our special vault at the back. Yep. Yep. Um, if we're not too sure if it's a bit kind of like, mm, it's all right, then it goes under the bar, which mm-hmm. sometimes then gets used for spillages. <laughs> whoops and if we really hated <laughs> it then uh it gets yeeted out of the uh front door of existence never see we see it again it gets booted into the void <laughs> <laughs> because the void needs feeding yes absolutely the void that is <laughs> new york hell's kitchen <laughs> yeah okay um what do you think vix <sighs> i think that not even the invisible Penny Farthing can save it. Or stick from, Yeah, I, I hated this issue. Fair enough. I thought it was a bit of a nothing issue, and yeah. I would... Uh, I wish it out of here immediately. Oh, blimey. Okay. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought it was fine. I would say... Uh, I'd say under the bar. Um, mm, I don't know. Toss a coin for it. Just nothing nothing really happened. Yeah. So, do you know what? I'm, we're going to do a strong start. We've been away for a while. I'm going to I'm gonna say in the alley, out the window, <gasps> yeet. Yeet! Bye, Felicia! There it goes. Awesome. So, now, Vix, it's time for a segment that people have been crying because they haven't had... I'm sure they so have. long. Oh, they really have. They've been writing to me and they've been like, we're so sad. Um, it's time for the segment that is known as Vix Predicts. Okay, Vix, are you ready for the title? Yes. Of issue number 77. Okay. Yes. It is called, and so enters the Amazing Spider-Man. With jazz hands. 
Absolutely. And that's basically just it for like the issue. It's just him going in and out of panels with like a top hat and a cane and a <laughs> Which How did you let's, know? Which let's be honest is probably one of the most spidey things <laughs> ever. We're doing the old razzle dazzle. Yeah. Mm. You're wrong. Is, um, oh. But <laughs> Vix, would you like a, a description and also to find out who the other special guest is? I thought you weren't going to tell me. No, I am. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, uh, but I'm going to tell you now. Oh, okay. Okay. Two galvanizing guest stars for the price of one. <gasps> the Amazing Spider-Man and a fighting mad Submariner. Hey! My Serena Moore is back. Oh. Right. Plus the weird threat that may destroy them all. Now, Vix. How weird? You're a writer. <laughs> I'd like to know what this weird threat is. The weird threat. The weird. Is threat. someone's someone's coming to steal the razzle dazzle? Oh no! <laughs> they can't have it. <laughs> Which, you know. Get your hands off my razzle dazzle. I don't. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure how Namor is involved. Yeah, it's like has has Namor come to steal the razzle dazzle because Namor's he doesn't got... have enough? Oh, how dare you! Or Namor's... has he come to protect the razzle dazzle because he's secretly a massive razzle dazzler? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's come he's he's come to pro- he's come to protect the razzle dazzle because he's a secret Broadway fanatic. Oh, what's his favorite? Um, and that's um... that's what's happened. What would be his favourite Broadway musical, do you think? I don't really know Broadway musicals, so I'm just going to go with musicals. Um, And I think that his favourite musical would be... Splash. Mm. Is there a good Splash musical? (laughs) (laughs) I hope there is. (laughs) I think... No, his his favourite musical is Cats. Nice. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, He's, he loves, and, uh, yeah, so he, he loves come to like. He loves the rum tum tug. And Matt. <laughs> uh, Matt's going to spend the whole issue uh, sulking and feeling left out because Matt has no razzle dazzle. How dare you? He's full of razzle dazzle. He's really not. Not as much as Namor, to be honest. But no, like no, no one has as much as Namor. <laughs> like, come on. Oh, well, that's next That fishy little slut. I can't wait. Oh, he's, I love him so much. I know. Oh, I loved him in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. He was the best thing in it. I loved him. He was uh, great. Yeah. Apart from Queen uh, Queen Angela Bassett. Long live. Oh, she's love a her. goddess. Oh, she is. She's a goddess. Should have played Storm 20 years ago. Oh, I'm my so God. I'm so sad she'll never be Storm. Yeah. Anyway. She could still be Storm. Oh, she could be whatever she wants, and I will yeah, support it. Yeah, it's Angela because, Bassett. Like, oh, she's, she, she, yeah, goddess. Love her. Yeah. Uh, we love you, Angela Bassett. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come on? <laughs> we did an issue, uh, we did an episode, um, uh, Brad and Tammy, my other podcast co-hosts, on uh, Calavici Fashion Cast the other day. 
for an episode of the new Quantum Leap. And we I think we spent the entire episode just saying how much we love Brandon Ralph and <laughs> how great he is. He is he is a sweetie. He is, he's a sweetheart. He is. And he's got he's got very dreamy eyes, so we love him. And he is a sweetheart. Anyway, uh we will be back in a week's time. If anyone is interested in guesting on a future episode, we would love to have people on. Um you can message us. All the details are um at the end of the episode. And just drop us a message or message us on um, the Facebook page. There's not much on there, obviously, at the moment because we've been away for so long. But feel free to post any Daredevil content on there. We love hearing from people. And yeah, we will be back soon. Bye. Bye. Time at the bar. <gasps> oh, crap, bell. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.